0: Good evening, my Rabbi Yisrael. We'll continue here and actually finish, Bezer Hashem, the first chilek, the first of seven chalokim, seven different areas where the Chavez of Obis is mapping out for us what the appropriate talking of a person is and how he has to have talking in Hashem. And this first section is things that pertain to his vital well-being, his health, his parnosa, his life, Things that he has to need in this world to live after that he'll get to things that are not vital possessions, then things that pertain to other people, things that pertains to his stay in this world for the next world, and then things that pertain to elmbo. So finishing he's been discussing here as certainly a person is obligated to put in an effort to find a Parnosa and he can't just sit back and say it'll happen on his own and on its own that he can't do similar to not putting oneself in danger. And he says, and if the means that he has chosen is successful, so he says he should thank Hashem for that, that he has made his handiwork and his efforts prove successful and bear fruits. But he should not for a second think that it's the effort that he put in and it's the means that he has tried that that's what brought him success. And now he goes to the other side. And let's say it is not successful, and he finds he does not get the tariff, get the parnosa through the means that he has tried. So how should he look at it? What should be the perspective? After it could be yoyimai kvar so a person should think, the first thing is, hey, why didn't this deal come through? You know, I had a very successful, potentially successful deal on the table, and it just fell out, it just went south. It, why didn't it happen? So the first possibility, says the is a person should think, maybe he already has his parnosa. Maybe the parnosa he has needs for that day, he already has. It's already in his pocket. So Hashem says, you don't need any more right now. And there's a whole new perspective that we're not accustomed to in, uh, in a capitalistic society, living in Western civilization. Maybe Hashem says, you know what? Maybe you have enough to live in right now. Enough? <laughs> Who has enough? Got to put away for ourselves, retirement, children, grandchildren. Because says, no, maybe you have enough already for what you need to live on. And that's why Hashem is not making this new venture successful. You know, there's a fascinating pshat, an explanation, and a very well-known Gemara. The Gemara in Yuma and Aflamin tells us the mice with Hillel Very famous story, he went up to the roof, snowed on him. But the, in that story, we're well aware that Hillel was a woodchopper. And every day he went out and he chopped wood and all he made was a tarpik echud. He made a small amount of money, let's call it a dollar. He made a dollar. 50 cents went to the Shemara beis Medrish, the guard by the beis Medrish. They used to have someone who who was the watchman by this beis Medrish and you had to pay him in order to get in because he needed to make a little parnosa. And the rest, the other half of the money that he made went to sustain his his family for the day so we always look at that story and understand Dad, my, sir, that my the Nebuchadnezzar was very poor that's all he was able to to uh to make in a day's wages that's it he wasn't able to make any more and therefore the next day had to go back and shop wood again and make says he says that's not true he says how much do you think the, the at HaPesach made? How much did the guard at the door? If everybody gives him 50 cents, yeah, and that's the same amount that you need to feed your family for a day, well, this guard is going to be a very wealthy man. Every person coming in gives him a day's worth of Parnosa. You think he's going to stay so long at that job? Must be that that is a very small amount of money. And what Hillel did was that certainly he was able to work harder each day and put away money for the next day. But he chose not to. Not that Hillel was very poor. A whole different perspective on the story. Hillel didn't have to be a poor man. He chose to live only for that day and not need any more. He says, I'm not saving for the next day. Hillel had betochet. Baruch Hashem, Yoyim, Yoyim, he used to say as the Gemara in says. So Hillel said, I make enough for today, I have what I need, I now spend the rest of the day in the base Medrash. The truth is, La'alokha, that's really what the says. Again, we're not accustomed to it. It doesn't work in our society for the most part. But Rabbi Yisrael, he has a piece in K'ech Vayor, where he quotes Rabbi Yisrael Salander's idea with Hillel Hazarkin. He says, really, the says, in your day, Talmud Torah." says, This is what you should do about your day. Work every day. In order to sustain yourself. What you need to live that day. If you don't have what to eat that day. The rest of the day and the night. Imagine if we would live that way. You open up your office. Then you have a few patients come in. You clean. You ask the secretary how much did we make today. She gives you the amount. Ma- okay, we're closing down for the day. I'll we'll, we'll see you tomorrow. Imagine we do such a thing. We heard stories about this. The Chofetz Chaim, he, his wife used to work in the shop and said, no, "When you have enough money for that day, close the store down. That's it. We've worked enough. The rest of the day I shouldn't even have to think about. It. I shouldn't be bothered by it." This is the way that these great tzaddikim lived. So at least. In our perspective, the Chavah is saying when a person finds, hey, why didn't I make any more? You know, I have a million already, but I certainly want another million in the bank. Why didn't it go successful? He says, could be because Hashem says you already have it. say you have it already. You don't need more. You don't require more. or this venture is not going to be successful, but you'll find it somewhere else. So don't get all bent out of shape. Oh, why didn't this work? And I put in so much effort into it, and I planned for it. Hashem says this is not what I want to be successful for you. It may be in a different area. <inaudible> and in, just like in any area, that he's going to prove to to try to attempt to use the means to earn a living. <inaudible> and a person again. He should not shirk his responsibilities. Don't loosen up from going after those ways. Kishem, when they fit with his character traits, his personality, his physical makeup, If they fit with his veltenshang, they fit with what he likes to do and what he's good at, that's the parnosah that he should do. and after that, trust in Hashem, that this is the right way for him to earn his living. Shloi ya'azveyu, v'loi Payu, Hashem won't forsake him. Hashem won't loosen his grip from the person. Such a beautiful line, Kavis of Ovis. Hashem never forgets a person. Sometimes we think when we're in trouble, I, did Hashem forget about me? Did Hashem not realize that, uh, you know, Yechil Mechel Banaster needs him right now? Hashem never forgot about a person. Not for a moment does Hashem slip his mind. about every single person. Like it says in the pasuk, Toiv Hashem lemois biyom tzora. And v'yedei achosei boi, those who are achosei those who take trust in Him, those who take refuge in Hashem, v'yedei Hashem certainly always remembers them. V'chein. And now he morphs into his final idea within this first section. The same we have to say. The same goes with the person taking care of his health and dealing with his illnesses. How should we approach that? Very similar to Parnasa. One has to put his trust in Akadosh Baruch Hu and put in the effort, to constantly take care of his health, according to the natural ways that's understood in the world at the time, the medical world, of to, to how a person is supposed to take care of himself. Stay away from things that are harmful to him. Also, what the way of the world is, understanding of the world is, what you stay away from like Hashem commanded. So interesting. So all of this is included in the Pesach, We understand Verapoy like the Gemara tells us, that the, the doctor has permission to heal. He says it goes on everybody. It goes on even on every person. Verapoy means you're also allowed to seek the help of the doctor and to get better. And included in that is to try to maintain one's health before he gets sick. That's all the ishtadlus. But not to put your faith in the means of being healthy or sick. To think that they are what the beneficial and they are what harmed. A person shouldn't think, ah, this is why I got, uh, got sick. Yeah, I knew it. I shouldn't have gone to this place. I knew it. There were too many people over there. And, and, and uh, they have allergies. That's the reason. A certain person shouldn't think that. If he got sick, it's because he got sick. And if he stays well, Baruch Hashem, he should be happy. And I think, ah, it's because I knew it. Because I'm doing all of that exercise. And I'm eating my green beans. That's why I'm good. person shouldn't think that's the thing. A person has to do that. The mice is told about Rabbi Sol that he once went to Berlin and went to a physician, and afterwards the physician says, I never had a patient like that, rabbi.ner that he listened to my instructions and followed them to the T. And as Rabbi Shal said, if this is what the doctor tells me, this is what the protocol, this is what I have to do, then that's my mitzvah, is my mitzvah to do. So we certainly have to do that. But not to think that it's because I did this or that, that's what's making me healthy or, that's what's making me sick. And when a person really trusts in Hashem, Hashem could heal him from his sickness with the means or without the means. Here, I think it's a little different. It seems to me this is a little different than what the Chavosimovus tells us about Parnosa. By Parnosa, it's not enough just to say, Ah! I trust in Hashem so much that I'm just going to sit back and relax and Hashem will take care of everything. By Parnassah, we can't do that. The farmer can't say, I'm sitting indoors and Hashem will just do all the plowing and planting and harvesting for me. Can't say that. But when it comes to illness, if a person does have a level of betalken that says, the truth is, I know, I'm taking this medicine, I'm going through this therapy, Hashem could heal me with the medicine without the medicine. With the therapy, without the therapy. If he really has be talking to Hashem, and a person has to be honest with himself, he's not doing because he's lazy. But if he really has be talking, when he really has be talking, Hashem could heal him from u'valotisiba. With the means that he's attempting to do or without the means that he's involved in. Like it says, Hashem sends his word. And then he heals the person. Ultimately, how does the person get healed? Because he took the medicine. That, that's what healed him. Is that true? That's funny. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah? It's because Hashem sent His Word and it should help. There's a tefile, the Gemar, and Then the bracha says, it's a brood shulchan aruch. It's an interesting thing that most people don't do this. But is it tefillah to say every time you take a medicine. The tefillah is that Hashem should make it work, because ultimately it's Hashem who makes the, the, the refuah. And so much so that it's Hashem who's doing it, that Hashem, certain times in history, demonstrated that it's not the item and the, the therapy, the protocol, the medicine that's doing the healing, but it's Hashem alone. And He proved it, He displayed it by the following. Because sometimes the refuah comes with something that actually normally would damage and would harm. At the times of Elisha, the, the, the water was putrid. It was undrinkable. And what did Elisha, the navi, tell them to do? He put salt in it. Salt normally would make it even more undrinkable. Put salt in and now all of a sudden you'll be able to drink the water. V'chein, another example by my where the, by May Murah were to the, there too that the waters were bitter. So Hashem says, V'yere yo Hashem, Hashem showed him a tree. Take that branch of that tree and v'yash throw it into the water. And the Pesach says, Vayim t'kuam The waters became sweet. They became delicious water. V'omla kadmeinim, Chazal tell us, That wood was called hardufni wood. Hardufni wood is actually bitter. So Hashem says, take the bitter tree and throw it into the bitter waters. That doesn't make sense. It's going to make it even more bitter. Hashem wanted to prove over here it's not the eights that does it. It's Hashem's word that does it. And Hashem says, I'll prove it to you. Throw in something that makes no sense to throw it in. But if I say to throw it in, then it will work. So you can do some sort of therapy and you can do it because it's been proven successful by many, many patients. If Hashem says, this one is not going to work, it's not going to work. And if Hashem said, it's going to work by this one, it even didn't, didn't work till not anybody, it will work. Another example, come on, one more example from Yeshaya. Yesu davil ta'inim. The people had boils over there. And normally when you put a Pressed figs on a person's skin that itself could give boils. And here this was to take away the boils. How could the 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 opposite work? It's because Hashem said it, it should work and therefore works. Kfayodata, we already know once we're talking about going to the doctor and trusting Hashem and not the doctor. We heard earlier about Asa. The great King Asa was considered a very righteous person. But when he trusted in the doctors, and he left his betoken his trust in Hashem when he was sick. Is We already remember the rebuke and the admonition that was given to him. Hashem gives pain. Hashem heals. Hashem makes ill. The yodav tirpenna. Hashem is the one who gives sickness. Hashem is the one who heals. So indeed, we have to go through the necessary In Just like by Parnosa, so too we're taking care of our health. We have to go through the necessary means of what we know to the best of our knowledge as the natural natural way how we heal a person, how a person takes care of himself. That's the hishtadlus. But the result. Is no different than any result in the world. The result we know is only because HaKadosh Baruch who says this person should stay healthy. Therefore he stays healthy. It's not because he did the right thing. The Stadless is the right and that's a mitzvah to do. But why a person stayed healthy is because Hashem wanted him healthy. And when a person is sickly and he gets better, he says, Oh, that's the doctor you go to. That's the medicine you take. We know as Yidin, Jews always find the best doctors. Most of them are Jewish, actually. But the reason why we find the best doctors is because we feel that our hishtadlus is to find the best. The hishtadlus is what's most appropriate for this illness to get better. So we look for the top doctor. We look for the top doctor because we feel that's our hishtadlus. But the the slippery slope over there is that we always find the, the, the top specialist, then we get we have some here, we get an appointment with him. The the, what we have to be careful about is never to then to trust, ah, that's why I got better, because I found the top specialist, because he's the top in the field, because he's done this surgery 1,800 times already. That, the Chavis is saying, do this, in the Ishtadlus, put in the right effort. But the outcome is Yishlak Devoroy Viri Yiparim. HaGutenacht.